Lies and deception were almost always used to keep Najib Razak on the straight and true and in the black when his Ambank accounts were nearly overdrawn. The court heard today how the fatty one, as he was called by his associates, used an assortment of tricks to mask the money trail that eventually led to Najib's Ambank accounts. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. More men in suits were waiting at the Kuala Lumpur court porch to cheerily greet Najib as he exited his car this morning. They seemed unperturbed by the smog that darkened the sky. The former PM, dressed again in a navy blue suit matched with a red tie, stood outside his car briefly to chat with the men. Then he walked into the court lobby and took the elevator up to the fifth floor. At 15 past nine, the scene in Judge Naslan's courtroom was a carbon copy of yesterday. Najib sat at his usual corner in the dock, Joanna Yu was on the witness stand, and defense counsel Havinda Jid was aggressively throwing questions at her. This time, he was trying to get the former relationship manager to admit that she dealt with Low Tech Joe, or Joe Low, on SRC International's banking matters. The lawyer's line of questioning was interrupted by Prosecutor Sitambaram, who objected to Harvey's way of constantly cutting Joanna off before she could finish her answers. She is deflecting, acting innocent, Harvey argued. Sitam answered that it is for the court to consider. Judge Naslan asked for the hearing to proceed and told Harvey to try to listen to the witness's explanation. It took some more rigorous questioning, but Joanna eventually admitted that Joe Lowe may have had control over SRC's banking transactions. She also agreed to Harvey's suggestion that former SRC director Terence Gay was Lowe's subordinate. And according to chat transcripts, Terence secretly called his rotund boss the fatty one. The fatty one had also made overtures to hire Joanna and her team to work at SRC, the witness testified. But they didn't want to, even though Joe Lowe offered lucrative salaries up to 60,000 ringgit per month. Harvey asked Joanna if Lowe's modus operandi was do first, think later, indicating that the businessman was impetuous. Joanna agreed. At the back of the room, the accused Najib, who hasn't been referred to all morning, sat bent over in the dock, his elbows on his knees and head looking down at his phone. After a short break, Attorney General Tommy Thomas stood up to tell Judge Naslan that he has filed an application to compel Najib to apologize over his Facebook posts, which were allegedly subjudiced to the trial. Lead counsel Shafi said the defense will reply on Monday. 
The AG also said the prosecution has to be at the Court of Appeal in Putrajaya on Monday morning to contest Judge Colin Sequeira's decision to start Najib's 1MDB trial on August 19th. Judge Naslan allowed for proceedings to start at 2pm on Monday to accommodate this. Prompted by Harvey's questions, Joanna, who is on her sixth day on the stand today, discussed bank drafts that were used to move 139 million ringgit from SRC's AmBank accounts to Public Bank in 2014. The chat transcript showed that she was asked by Joe Lowe and Terence to facilitate this. Yvonne, why were bank drafts used instead of regular over-the-counter transfer? It was to mask the identity of the sender. Joe Lowe had asked for it through Terence. Lowe had separately instructed Joanna to state on the bank drafts that the sender of the funds was a government company. No need to mention SRC, Lowe had said. She was also told to tell Public Bank that she knew SRC Director Subuh Muhammad Yassin. She had never even met Subuh then, Joanna said. She told the court that Public Bank had asked her whether there was anything suspicious about the drafts and if M-Bank knew SRC well. Joanna had assured Public Bank that SRC was M-Bank's client since 2011 and that she believes the funds came from legitimate sources. However, Public Bank's suspicions were aroused when Lowe began to feed conflicting information about the source of funds for the bank drafts. In the end, Lowe cancelled the 139 million ringgit bank drafts. Instead, he asked for fresh ones to be issued, worth 27 million ringgit. Joanna agreed with Harvey that this could be due to issues raised by Public Bank over the first three drafts. But ultimately, Harvey said, all fund transfers orchestrated by law eventually ended up in Najib's M-Bank accounts to ensure that the former PM's checks do not bounce. Joanna gave a non-committal answer. Harvey let it go and moved on. The court soon took a lunch break and Najib went off in his waiting black sedan. After lunch, Harvey, still referring to the chat logs, suggested that Joe Lowe had lied to Joanna about a 27 million ringgit transfer, which he had said was a royal donation. It's a little complicated, but here's a breakdown. First, 35 million ringgit was moved from SRC to Putrajaya Pradana Construction Burhad. Then, 34.99 million ringgit was moved to Putrajaya Pradana Construction's subsidiary, Permai Binaraya. After that, 27 million ringgit, which Lowe had dubbed as Eagle 27, was moved from Purmai Binaraya into Najib's Ambank account, ending with 880. Lowe had told Joanna not to ask where the money came from, and only told her that it came from royalty. There are still a lot more chat locks to go through, and the defence lawyer will continue to do so on Monday. Court adjourned at 5pm on the dot. Proceedings will resume on Monday at 2pm. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharya. I'm Patrick Teo. <laughs>